0: Thank <laughs> you, Corey, for
1: this that you have led us into this holy and blessed field in this time and place in the group of Nebuchadnezzar with our beloved teacher and the writings of Bala and Rabash. Creator, we wish to be your loyal slaves and your partners in the work of creation. We request of you to give the entire world, the force, the power to be united in one heart and to bring your light and joy to the world. Help us, Creator, Mimcha. We request of you.
2: The most important thing for us is to understand that each and every moment, what we are, what we go through in our life, in the process, it's a developmental process, and always, every moment, we go through states that the Creator had prepared for us in advance, and He wants us to go through it. And we, in each and every moment, need to scrutinize and account. What do we want to get out of this moment? How to use it correctly? And so it's important for us to see all the states that we're going through, that these are states of uh, destruction as it says here in the in the title the destruction the ruin is an opportunity a means for the revelation of the creator he shattered the vessel and we have to go over all the forms of the shattering and from each one of them to see how we nevertheless aim ourselves and bring ourselves uh, closer to the correct complete state. Um, and about this. Um, this is what Baal is, is talking about. So please, excerpt 17. Excerpt
1: 17. You lack nothing but to go out to a field that the Lord has blessed and collect all those flaccid organs that have drooped from your soul and join them into a single body in that complete body the Creator will instill His Shechina divinity incessantly and the fountain of intelligence and high streams of light will be as a never-ending fountain and each place on which you cast your eye will be blessed and all will be blessed because of you for they will bless you constantly yes
2: this means that we each and every moment will try to see what the creator had prepared for us what do we feel at that moment in our life we will add to that feeling the understanding that this is coming to us from the shattering, from the preparation that the Creator uh, made on purpose. As He says here, He prepared for us these uh, flaccid organs which have uh, become distanced disconnected from the single soul and those parts of the soul we now need to feel and as he says to collect them one by one into a single soul a complete soul and then to the extent that we connect all of these organs together into a single desire, a single direction, a single intention, a single system, then according to that we will also see how we are returning to this Complete system, gradually, Nefesh Neshama, Chaya, Yehida, through all 125 degrees, and the light fills the vessels that connect, between them, the desires that complete each other and it all depends on the person who is asking, as he says, who is collecting all of those flaccid organs and he tries to put them together.
3: And also, by, uh, it's
2: by a person doing this work inside of himself and also in that he does that in his group. And this is how we should actually be in this work all the time, the work of the field, as it is
3: called. In each
2: and every state through which you search for the Creator, that you have between you and the Creator, an image of reality, and this image, this picture should tie you to the Creator. So if you look at this picture that you have before you, that you're in it, in this scene, if you look at it and you want to find in it the operator of reality, who is the one who is creating this scene who is the one who is creating this theater then if you are aimed towards him then you gradually can reach a state where you discover him this is what we are actually looking for in the end
1: Um, How, by the forms of the shattering that a person encounters on the path, he's like constantly rearranging himself towards the goal. What is this mechanism for rearranging himself? It's
2: uh, everything that we have to do was already done as it is written and you shall eat the bread of old there is nothing new under the sun and all sorts of other similar excerpts and sentences we just have to try to connect together because for sure together means towards the correct form of the revelation of reality we need in this togetherness to ask for the revelation of the Creator as the force that uh, establishes for us and projects to us this whole reality. And then it turns out that in such a way we reach a state called Israel, the Light and the Creator are one. Israel are those people who are drawn to Yashal Moraita, that's the the Torah, the light, meaning the connection between the vessels and the lights, where we are the vessels and the lights come from the Creator. And Kujibrihu, blessed be He, that's the Creator Himself. So we need to try to connect these three components together
3: and
2: this is our work each and every moment as much as we're capable of of course in our degrees we're just beginning to try to connect to the whole of uh, creation to that same state that it was in before the shuddering of Adam HaVishon
1: we will succeed Question, please, Rav. You said beforehand that we need to try to find common states. Now, if we're different and everyone feels the the path in a different manner, what does it mean that friends in the ten find mutual common states? Different states? What did he say?
2: Yes, no. common states. What does that mean? The friends find common states that they try to find them to find themselves connected. Not that to each one the spiritual reality will be revealed, to which one in, separately, individually, but rather they want to connect so that the upper reality will be revealed to all of them, a common reality, which is called neshama,
3: the
2: soul. This is what we need. It's impossible that I think about spirituality where I am alone.
3: It's a contradiction. So then
2: I'm not thinking about spirituality, but about something else. Spirituality means if we want to be together, in a connection between us and so that between us all kinds of other forces and qualities will be revealed so that together out of that we will put together the new spiritual reality where we exist together and we feel the connection, we feel our root. And this will already be called Neshama. Try to make this state tangible. That certainly, we can live in it, we can exist in it, and constantly feel ourselves there. And in this way, all, each one should hold the others. We were given an opportunity. And we are advancing in that, and we are invited. We are invited to approach it. And the Creator is waiting for us to do it. When we will be ready on our side and have a common vessel. Okay. It is all before us. One step forward, and we are already in that.
1: I continue raise question. What is man's work and the work of the group and uh, the gathering of the flaccid organs, the work of man and then the group? Every
2: person is an organ, or as Fira from the Tense Firod, Every person is an organ of that complete body, which is the ten. And this is how he should see himself, that it is impossible that he will feel and if something, as it is written, that you have to reach a state where you are collecting the flaccid organs that have drooped from your soul which means that you were once connected. In general, you were connected with everyone, each one with everyone. But for the time being, gradually you should connect with those who are before you. Don't think that it is by chance. On your side, it's a chance. But from above, there are no chances. Nothing is random. Everything is deterministic. Everything is uh, certain it's functioning like clockwork in a very precise manner and so if it ha- in one heart
1: what here is the group work and where is the private work opinion the
2: group work is uh, each
1: one should should help his friend
2: as we give an example an awakening support it could be without any words just in thought even that I think about everyone I bless everyone I pray for everyone with that I begin my morning when I get up so first of all I bless the creator who woke me up and he helps me to rise and to recover. let's say then I pray for the group for my soul because if I got up as a beast I, uh, I'm not thinking, I, I want to start thinking about the degree of Adam meaning I, I pray for my soul, I pray to the Creator, for my group. The group is my soul
1: and the private work of men what is it here this is
2: individual work what else do i have later on i start scrutinizing what can i do which actions in a speech in action in order To practically connect the entire group, to connect with them and to raise, to rise together with them to a higher degree. So
1: Sorry, it's not simply understood then. What's the difference between the private work and the group work? What you do is individual work.
2: The fact that the whole group does that in agreement, in in advance, this is group work. You don't have any any work outside of the group.
1: What work is there?
2: Give me an example.
1: No, not outside the group, but seemingly maybe uh, individual inner work. Maybe the group work is more coming into expression externally.
2: One is connected with the other. One is connected with the other. It's impossible that I'm performing some correction uh, internally, and this is not causing a change in the entire group. There is no such thing.
3: All
2: of our states, all of our corrections, it's all connected, related. There's nothing that uh, we can hide, that we should hide, or this is how it works. It's a wonder, this system.
1: Rav, wow, I wanted to ask you, if, are there ways we can recognize
3: or, or a taste or have a, a, a look at what connection feels like when we're in the ten, when we do our work in the
0: ten?
2: Yes, if you will think about it all the time and you will try to refine your emotions and to find a connection with the desires of the friends that are aimed toward the goal,
3: then you will
2: quickly see how you can connect in these these dispositions between you and become one.
3: And then
2: it will be very easy for you to discover the spiritual space in which you will suddenly discover yourself. you understand that? Can you please... uh...
1: If there is a mechanism which shows that the tennis connecting in the right way and rising to the higher degree.
2: It's in their feeling of how much they are connected between them. There is nothing else that they need to check. As much as they feel themselves closer, more in common, that they're uh, operating, well, maybe each one in his place, like in a boat, but all towards a single goal. Each one is holding the other, caring for the other. They have between them something. Well, it's like in a family. That is very important. This feeling of a family, the group as a family, It is something that is very important. It's very close to each one. Each one can understand what it is. And each one can somehow hold on to it. And also, the concern for the friends should be like the concern for the family, for the children. These are the organs of my soul, all of the friends. I don't yet feel it. I look at each and every face, and I don't feel in these faces something that is close to me. And also their inclinations and their behavior looks to me as something that is odd, strange, far away, something that I don't accept, etc. However, I need to look through that in a transparent manner to look at each one and see that inside of him there is a part of my soul. Egoistically, I I can look at him this way, and this part is something that I need. This is what I have to connect to, and all of the rest... Uh, I don't know what uh, form it will have in the connection, but His inclination to reach the purpose of creation, the Creator, the end of correction, even the, the end of correction, even in each and every degree, there is something from the end of correction. So to this local end of correction, this is where we connect.
1: Rav, we are years returning over the same external actions. What do you recommend for each one, each of us, uh, how to prepare to come to the that same action? Like you give us uh, that example. Yes, every day, every morning, last you come with a new excitement. How to prepare like you, and to come with this excitement?
2: And I try each and every day to reveal a new corrupted desire which hasn't yet surfaced in me and it wasn't corrected. And from this desire, I turn to you. And I want that this desire will be corrected, will be revealed and in it the creator will be revealed and in this way we will all connect together in our corrupted desires which today have an opportunity to reach connection that is correction and this is what i do I get up just like you, I wake up like you before the lesson, well, at least an hour before the lesson, I'm already in my internal awakening. And therefore, when I come to you, I'm ready. But when I get up, I get up just like all of you. And the more you will advance, you will see that you will have the feeling of getting up from the sleep will not, it won't be more difficult, but more heavy. You will be further away from spirituality and You will require efforts in order to awaken yourselves. Well, there are times that are. Let's continue. Excerpt 18. Everything in reality, good or bad, and even the most harmful and evil in the world has a right to exist and must not be destroyed and eradicated from the world. We must only mend it and reform it because any observation of the work of creation is enough to teach us about the greatness and perfection of its of its operator and creator. Therefore, we must understand and be very careful when casting a flaw on any item, any detail or element of creation, saying it is redundant and superfluous
0: as that would be
2: slandering its operator.
1: Meaning, all ticks like, like, precisely like a clock, in a a sort of precise manner, deterministic manner, that all that needs to happen will occur. And we need only upon this to determine our correct attitude to what's occurring. But in our attitude, more correctly, less correctly, we're actually seeing the world. Through this, we see it's changing, what form, more good, more bad. This we see through our attitude. It's like a filter through which we judge and determine and feel the reality. read it it again again excerpt
2: 18 everything in reality good or bad and even the worst and most harmful in the world has a right to exist and must not be destroyed and eradicated from the world we must only mend it and reform it because any observation of the work of creation is enough to teach us about the greatness and perfection of its operator and creator. Therefore, we must understand and be very careful when casting a flaw on any element of creation saying it is redundant and superfluous, as that would be slandering its operator.
1: Very strong excerpt. And a very clear attitude that we need to determine towards our whole life.
2: You say that this entire system is deterministic and precise. Everything is ticking like clockwork. Each and every state. What yes. do we have to What do we have to determine in each state that is revealed to us? What's the first state? The first action we need to
1: determine. In some total, we're correcting only our attitude. And according to the correction of our attitude towards the reality that is revealed, in this we feel that we are changing, that the world is changing. But it's all only in according accordance to our attitude to what's revealed in us, before us. Well, before us there is not so much what to be revealed. These are the ordinary things from the external world. The main thing is what passes through us within man, how uh, his attitude is towards the group, towards the general reality, towards his life. Is he capable of filling his entire life with the upper force that uh, does everything, uh, changes everything? and? And he, he with his friends, together, that they make the effort to accept the Creator as such that's operating within them. That we connect between us, the friends, and feel that the Creator is within us. And the tendency to this, we live as such. That's our true inner life. And outside of this, then we feel this mechanical life, yes, in which uh, we need also to exist in something, and also not something to to, to operate, act, but the main thing of this work is how we hold between us the Creator that holds us, connects us, and uh, us together with Him, From state to state, as such, we advance. When a person goes through a state, any state,
2: can we say that correcting his attitude, the first action is first of all to ascribe the state to the operator, to the upper force. Is that the first action?
1: Yes. The first action is that I return to a state that there is none else besides him. And from within there is none else besides him, then how am I still... Tied to that. There is no, none else besides Him. This already, I reach the 10. And from the 10, once again, I return to there is none else besides Him. And such I, the group, and the Creator, all the time, I such scrutinize, scrutinize each and every state.
2: Last question, please. You said before that the Creator is giving us an opportunity now that we're invited to Him. What is the opportunity we have before us
1: now? That we, in our connection, hold the Creator to such an extent that we'll feel that He is managing us and we are connected between us and, and with Him such that we feel all his actions upon us. It's, uh, such that they are sent to us by the Creator.
3: The
1: main thing in our work, first, is subjugation. That we lower our head and accept everything that is occurring that it is occurring in order for to advance for the goal. That surely we're making a a step towards the goal. But now our correction is how do we accept the step? in a good manner or a bad way. And here we need need to reach our correction in order to agree that what is occurring is occurring from the side of the Creator in a good manner, all for the good. And in this, a person lowers his ego, lowers his head. And in such a manner He advances towards the friends, and along with them, towards the Creator. We have no choice. We need to neutralize our ego, to neuter it in such a manner that this ego will be beneath us. And from this moment onwards we'll begin to work on the intention to bestow. The next step before us only in greater connection. That's called the next step. From the Creator, there is no first step, second step, third step. The Creator is making his steps to, uh, in accordance with how much we are capable to receive his coming near. Thus, all is dependent on the connection between us, on the extent of the connection between us. That's it. On this it is written, the upper light is an absolute rest, and all is dependent on the vessels.
0: when we are
2: angry at ourselves in the in the ten at our will to receive by this we actually slander the creator
1: of course of course but we're not allowed to uh, to curse the evil inclination it's when the creator created the evil inclination it's written. There was no joy before Him as the day the heaven and the earth were created. That there are these two opposing forces, and between them can be Adam, man, the, the created being, that will resemble the Creator. So it's truly the the whole, large, beautiful creation that by which the created being can grow till the degree of the creator and not to think that the evil inclination is created what by accident uh, too bad it was made at all without it we cannot resemble the Creator the evil inclination helps us more than the good inclination to advance we need to understand why our ego is so strong so disturbing us all the time it's because it builds in us all the steps all the inner organs all the states thoughts desires everything comes from him and thus we need patiently to relate to everything that we're going through and not to be To impress or pray that the wicked shall die, what's written? That all the egoistic forces, egoistic thoughts, they shall die. No, it's written that they shall repent, that they shall have the intention to bestow. Gilad.
2: Excerpt number 19, there are two authorities that act on the the ways of the development. One is the authority of heaven, which is sure to turn anything harmful and evil to good and useful, but it comes in its time, in its own way, heavily and after a long time. And when the evolving object is a living, feeling being, it suffers horrendous torments and pains while under the press of development,
0: sorry,
2: the steamroller of development, which carves its way ruthlessly. Conversely, the authority of the earth which are people who have taken the above-mentioned laws of development under their own government and can free themselves entirely from the chains of time and who greatly accelerate time, namely the completion of the ripeness and correction of the object, which is the end of its development thank you Rav is there a possibility even to know in our effort whether we are truly reaching the authority of the earth
1: this. you're correct the question is correct Good. In how much do we take, maybe we've already took, taken the process of development in our hands and can direct it and hasten it. That depends on how, to what extent uh, we feel the intensity of our connection, the result of the connection between us. If, when we connect, we feel acceleration in our development or not, that depends on our sensation, how we form ourselves, establish ourselves. It's impossible to measure this with some external device or instrument, but to measure it in our sensations, it is possible.
2: There is suffering an
1: indication in this? indication for suffering? Is suffering as an
3: indication?
1: No. No. Depends, what are you suffering from? Are you suffering along with the friends? For what? How? Just suffering, that word, doesn't mean anything.
2: Suffering because of lack
1: of connection. Uh, Suffering from lack of connection, that's already a big thing. Yes. Spain won. Spain
2: one. Buenos dias, Raab. Buenos dias, Mundial. Buenos dias. Mm-hmm. El Today, Ramp, will Habla de do- The excerpt we read now speaks Beito. about two ways. In its time and the way of the land, where is the path of
1: hastening? The path to hastening is only in the extent of the connection between the friends, in force that they're going and breaking all the barriers between them in their hearts and make the effort to connect to one desire directed to the goal that the goal is to be connected in order in this to cause contentment to the
3: creator
1: if you have such an intention if you establish this intention each and every moment as much as possible, more, you return to it at least sometimes, once in a while, then you advance. Accordingly, you can measure how much they're advancing.
2: The will to receive for oneself in us was created only to be eradicated, abolished from the world and be turned into a will to bestow. The pains we suffer are but revelations of its nothingness and the harm in it. Indeed, when all human beings agree unanimously to abolish and eradicate their will to receive for themselves and have no other desire but to bestow upon their friends, then all worries and all harm doers will be cancelled in the world. We will all be assured of a whole and wholesome life since each one of us would have a whole world caring for us, ready to satisfy our needs. Yet while each one of us has only a will to receive for himself this is the source of all the worries suffering wars and slaughters that we cannot escape they weaken our bodies with all sorts of illnesses and maladies and you find that all the agonies in our world are but manifestations offered to our eyes in order to prompt us to revoke the evil klipa shell of the body and assume the complete form of the will to bestow. It is as we have said that the path of suffering itself can bring us to the desired form. Shalom Rav, questions by the women. Sometimes I feel that I have no desire for spirituality, but also not for corporeality, and I feel I have nowhere to go. What's the right way to cope with such a situation?
1: The correct way only to incorporate in the society. To receive forces we can only from the creator or from society and then turn to, turn to them
2: yes from Moscow 8 and from Toronto they are asking if I see complete evil what is the, my practical work to correct it
3: by
2: this that
1: I pray and request that I will see that this evil Exists in me, and outside of me there is no evil. And if I will correct myself, then I will see the world as entirely good. In PT
2: six, what does it mean that the Creator is holding us
1: connected? In the extent that we want to reach connection, the Creator helps us and holds us in this. Mark 25, how can we unite in the ten into a single
2: complex and at the same time remain so different in our views and
1: sensations? It's not important in
3: what
1: thoughts or tendencies,
3: uh,
1: different ones that we're in. The main thing for us is that all of us need to reach one goal, and to reach it we can only on the condition that we'll feel ourselves in one boat, like uh, the Ark of Noah, and only in such a way do we reach the goal
2: pt23 i heard that each and every time the creator raises the will to receive if necessary so when is it necessary
1: and when is it not necessary that doesn't depend on us it in any case we have a new will to receive and then what quantity and quality quality we do not determine Rather, it determines how much we will work with her entirely in the 10 and how much we want to get close to them. And accordingly, the will to receive is revealed, and we then advance in its correct usage.
2: Yes. In the context of an earlier question by Turkey 4, why does dissemination help us so much in times of distancing? What is in that in dissemination that is not in other actions
1: i receive from the same people that i disseminate to them upper force that the creator creator is in all of them as the divinity and then when i advance them to the creator in this i'm doing a great good work that Uh, finds pleasure for the Creator because uh, He wants to be revealed to all humankind and thus in this I'm doing good things for everyone and also for me.
2: From PT5, how to be in joy with uh, states that are revealed in the world when I feel great concern for the next generation and for
1: their future. No, we need to be not in happiness in this that we see bad things in the world and people are suffering. We need, I mean, it's written upon this, don't distance yourself from the public that we need to suffer with all the people of the world and to pray for them and to make an effort to reach corrections as fast as possible uh, so that uh, there will be revelation of the Creator to the created beings uh, more quickly. We cannot leave the world as is. Rather, the opposite, to correct ourselves as fast as possible in order that they shall be good for the whole world. And thus, each time that there is revealed some evil in the world, we need to truly pray on this, that it will pass quickly. All the wars, all the problems, of course.
2: In uh, Hebrew, what does it mean to take the law of development
4: into our own hands?
3: That
4: We accelerate the correction, and not that the Creator obligates us to
5: hasten the correction. how can we resist the revelation of separation in the group?
4: By connecting, deciding, determining various states that we, that we like to act through in each and every moment. And by that, we determine our future states, that we will not go through, through them in a descent, in a fall. We have to decide on all kinds of connections and actions, and then there will not be any place for the Creator to awaken us in a
5: negative way. Mark 25, with which deeds should we build the governance of the land in the tent?
3: Um. actions
4: of connection what else can you do connection study participation dissemination that's what we have to do this is called the governance of the land we ourselves want to advance and that's why
5: That? Rav, can I ask, at the end of a lesson many times we, well at the end of every lesson we do a common prayer in the ten and and the part of gratitude is very easy after the lesson. There's great wholeness and perfection after the lesson. But then there's the precision and the prayer and the request, and it always is more difficult. Why? Why is it more difficult to to awaken the precise deficiency compared to being thankful for perfection? Look, after the lesson, you are coming out both with
4: the request and with the gratitude. And you're relatively full. It's hard for you to uncover additional desires, intentions, yearnings, thoughts that are empty. So it's a problem. Because our lesson in and of itself is a prayer. We now finished a special topic. the the correction we talked a lot about it and by that each one raises his request so like it or not he actually expresses it so what else is there to pray for afterwards our study by itself is a prayer the form of prayer
5: so what would you advise us to do in such a situation
4: I advise you. I'm 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 afraid of advising you because it might uh, contribute to some weakness. But I would go over. But you have to see if it doesn't weaken people. I, I don't know. You decide.
3: You can read Psalms.
4: This is always helpful. You should select a few chapters that are close to us. You shouldn't read articles by Baal Sulam or Rabash because we're already immersed in them during the lesson there will be an overload and and will leave even empty air but psalms are the continuation of the prayer that's the correct prayer if you can read psalms i think it's a good thing no
5: Another question. We went through already two afternoon lessons, and the afternoon lessons there's a certain different dynamic than there is in the morning lesson. What? How do you feel it? How do you see it developing?
4: I don't know. I'm going according to how I feel the society, the environment, Uh, the people who are in the lesson. I'm still not certain. I'm, I'm looking.
3: It's I'm
4: still not clear to me how to behave, what to study, how to study. You need to be actively participating in this. Otherwise, we'll do it like a morning lesson. You see,
3: uh, some
4: excerpts and I, I explain them and then you ask questions and that's how, that's how it's, it's, it's unfolding. Maybe we need to do it in a different way. Maybe yeah. read letters from Rabash or from Ba
3: אני I
4: will do something different than the morning lesson. Different.
3: בלאהנ
4: uh, advise me what to do
5: different as far as the content or also the style or? the
4: style and the content I'm ready for everything as long as it's interesting and, and, and it adds to us yes this is a very uh, well known introduction by Baal Sulam. he started by writing the interpretation mm-hmm. to Etz Chaim by DRE it's this is an addendum to the study of the 10th Shirot and that's why this introduction is uh, very important
3: we'll start to
4: study it and along the way we'll go over th- some things that you will It's about
3: what
4: we just heard. First of all, this is a very special introduction. As you can see, it's the introduction to the book, Panim Meirot um and Maspirot. That's how Baal Sulam designated it, and he... He opens it by addressing people who study all the books of the Torah, the Talmud, and they're immersed in it, and they don't, they never get to the wisdom of Kabbalah, and he wishes to awaken them to the study of the wisdom of Kabbalah, because that's his goal. And that's why he writes, he explains here that according to all the sources,
3: uh, uh, all the, well,
4: the original sources of the uh, 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 Torah, the wisdom, the wisdom of the
3: Torah,
4: we cannot understand the Torah if we don't learn the wisdom of Kabbalah. At the end of the, uh, the day, that's what he says, in order to understand the Torah, what But everybody knows that book that's not so big. It talks about all kinds of relationships between different people, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all kinds of things that belong to this small nation that was there. It's written in such a way that everyone thinks it's a story. And this story, you can read even to children. That's how you learn it. That's how you read it. And humanity has accepted it all kinds of ways and has talked about it a lot. But the sages say different things about it. They say that this story is is a
3: code.
4: It's only a code, and there's nothing about it that talks about this world, although it seemingly speaks of this world. Rather, it speaks about the governance of all of reality, uh, the entire cosmos, uh, all the forces, what was and what is and what will be. With everyone that we see and can't see, feel and cannot feel, it speaks of everything. Because it talks about the Creator, the upper force that's above our world and all the other worlds that we haven't even discovered. And His attitude towards this all of this creation and how this creation... And, can, and, and this is an important thing. How can this creation correctly respond rea- to what it feels in its existence? It can change itself in such a way that through all these concealments, all the worlds, all those distances, how it can reach a state where it reveals and discovers the upper force
3: that
4: advances it, shakes it.
3: And then
4: the people who discover it
3: can
4: then change their reality. This is the true purpose. That's what Kabbalists are telling us. It's all in our hands. And we simply need to understand what is the
3: Torah,
4: how much of it is a code. We understand better what is a code today. Like in the computer, the software of the computer, a programming language that With this language, we can understand, we can talk to the computer. Similarly, by using the Torah, which is a code, although it's a book, but it's not so simple. If we open up this book correctly, if we read it correctly, through that we can penetrate the computer of all of reality. We can penetrate it and activate ourselves and all of reality using this
3: code.
4: That's why he says that we read but we don't understand anything. And we can't activate anything and we can't influence their destiny. And what do they need? We need the wisdom of Kabbalah.
5: Item two. However, accordingly, we need to understand the great concealing applied in the interior of the Torah. As it is said in Massechet Hagigah. one does not learn Masseh Bereshit in pairs and not the Merkava alone. Also, all the books at our disposal in this trade are sealed and blocked before the eyes of the masses, only the few who are summoned by the Creator shall understand them, as they already understand the roots by themselves and in reception from mouth to mouth.
4: Meaning you cannot understand what's written in the books of the Torah unless you receive an explanation from a stratified Kabbalist who knows and understands what is he saying? is saying that, in short, in simple words, we have no choice but to come to a state where we open up the Torah. Otherwise, we suffer and we don't understand what is required, what what does nature demand of us, why do we exist, these degrees of still vegetative and animate, they don't have any questions. They live because they live. But those who are on the degree of Adam, man who has an inner root to under, to reach the understanding of the Creator, to understand his everything that caused him, understand his destiny. He is perplexed and he doesn't know why is he suffering, what for, what's, what is it about his life, who governs him, what does he depend on, and so on and so forth. So people who develop to such a level begin to have big questions without any answers. And where will they
5: Indeed, we find such mysteries in the wisdom, even in secular sages in previous generations. In Rav Butril's introduction to his commentary on the Book of Creation, there is a text ascribed to Plato who warns his disciples as follows do not convey the wisdom unto one who knows not its merit. Aristotle too warned, do not convey the wisdom to the unworthy, lest it shall be robbed.
0: He, Rav
5: Bruchel, interprets that if a sage teaches wisdom to the unworthy, he robs the wisdom and destroys
3: it. Meaning
4: it's forbidden. It's written in many places. It's forbidden to simply open up the wisdom, the wisdom of Kabbalah, the true inner wisdom, what we call the wisdom of the entire cosmos. That's written in the book of Torah. Mother, one who is born on such a degree that does not demand more, do not open it for him but those who truly desire it and are destined to understand it and understand the secret of the universe
5: uh, continuation from Act 39 why did they Code the Torah, the sages,
3: in order to
4: allow a person to gradually advance from zero.
5: And this rule, but this rule applies in to the four divisions in the human species, namely the masses, the strong the wealthy, and the sagacious. Certainly, they all come from the masses, which are the first degree. As it is written, all are of the dust. It is certain that the whole merit of the dust and its very right to exist are according to the merit of the three virtues it adduces, vegetative, animate, and speaking. Also, the merit of the masses corresponds to the properties they adduce from them. Thus, they too connect in the shape of a human face. For this purpose, the Creator installed three inclinations in the masses, called envy, lust, and honor. Due to them, the masses developed degree by degree to induce a face of a whole man. Meaning we have people.
4: There's some great mass, and in each one of them, there are different uh, tendencies out of their ego, uh, the tendencies of envy, lust, and honor. So through those three, they can develop. And using these three tendencies, envy, lust, and honor, they can become developed humans. We actually don't see envy, lust, and honor, Uh, we don't see them as exalted qualities. Those are egoistic qualities, but specifically through those qualities those who have more of them can develop more and reach a state where they can even understand that they must correct themselves and reach the degree of Adam, the one who resembles the Creator. As it's written, he who is greater than his friend his inclination is greater.
5: Thus, as long as one does not merit one's degree in in a way that one uses one's force only to do good, one needs a careful watch so he does not acquire great amounts of the human level, which are the wisdom and science. For this reason, the first sages hid the wisdom from the masses for fear of taking indecent indecent disciples who would use the power of the wisdom to harm and damage. These would break and destroy the entire world with their lust and beastly savageness, using man's great powers. When the generations have lessened and their sages themselves had started to crave both tables, meaning a good life for their corporeality too, their views drew near to the masses
0: they traded
5: with them and sold the wisdom as prostitutes for the price of a dog. Since then, the fortified wall that the first had exerted on has been ruined and the masses have looted it. The savages have filled their hands with the force of men, seized the wisdom and tore it, Half was inherited by adulterers and half by murderers, and they have put it in eternal disgrace to this day.
3: Meaning
4: development comes to a state where eventually people want everything for their own good, for themselves and consequently they should not open up the secrets of the world that they can use to their detriment. Imagine that there are forces greater than nuclear bombs what anyone who wishes can possess. And that's why the Sages of the czar, the kabbalists concealed the wisdom, and they didn't give it to anyone, to everyone. And here is the question: How can we do it? So he explains it further. But where, where is he headed? We live in a state where everything. We've discovered everything there is to discover in the corporeal world, and we cannot use it correctly. We can destroy the world, and if we wish to protect it, we need to open up the wisdom of Kabbalah specifically, so people would understand where they are and how they can manage the world and reach a state where no one interferes with another, that everyone, each and everyone has a, an entire world, and our ego will receive its fulfillment, except in the, with the intention to bestow. That's what he eventually... Rav,
5: what does it mean to be worthy of the wisdom? What does it mean to be worthy of the wisdom? To be worthy of the wisdom
4: means that uh, the wish to attain the wisdom.
5: that there is in the desire. The Patsuf is the desire that is arranged in order to bestow, that it has the intentions in order to bestow. It performs restriction upon the will to receive in order to receive. As much as it can beforehand, it arranges its desire to be in order to bestow. Now, what can it do from this desire? It on its own cannot, it doesn't have any lights or anything, it can receive in order to bestow. and this part that it receives in order to bestow is called the Toch of the Partsuf. That's it. Now, when it completed those things, it scrutinizes the Rishimot, the records that are lesser than itself, and does records on those and begets the next Partsuf. And then the next partzuf spreads from the pe of the rosh of the previous partzuf, where the screen with the records that were when it performs the zivug avaka in on that in the pe of the rosh and. Not like that, but altogether all the desires that are revealed in the head of the Patsuf, in the Rosh, can be divided to those that we can be with the intention in order to bestow, and those that we cannot be in the intention in order to bestow. That's it. That's for the time being. In these parts of Galgalta, uh, well, in all the parts of the world's, but then we will have such parts of him in which there will be the will to receive and it will be shattered, etc. That will come later. But for the time being, every desire after the restriction, when we had the restriction in Malchut HaVintsov, she was restricted, and then decides, what now am I doing? And begins to discover within it a restricted desire. And from this restricted desire, she begins to open it to two parts. There's no more. A part that she can work with in order to bestow, and a part that she cannot work with in order to bestow. The part that is in order to receive, there is none. Because the restriction was Performed on all of the Malhut of
4: That's it. Okay, so lastly, you also said that you can divide, divide it into not three parts, but two parts to keep it easy. So let's say today, during the day, I'm going to look at myself and in such a way to divide my desires into two. What should I do afterwards?
5: you always need to sort yourself to two parts a part that you can use for the benefit of the creator or for the benefit of the group so it will be clearer to you and a part that you cannot use for the benefit of the group and then you don't use that altogether we have one possibility to use our desire only for the benefit of the group. That's in place of saying for the benefit of the Creator. So it'll be a lot clearer.